So I went grocery shopping yesterday and I bought these cans of nitro cold brew that were buy one get one free. So I bought four of them and I haven't tried them before. And it's from this company called Rise Coffee. If you're listening, send us a sponsorship. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and not only that, but I also got like a big bottle of cold brew that was also on sale. I got it because it was on sale. I wouldn't have bought it regularly. And so I have a lot of coffee in my apartment and I also have, um, like my 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 uh, my pour over kit and my my coffee beans that are already grinded for that. But and I also in the cafe in the first floor of my apartment, there's also free coffee. Just just come get it, and it's a machine that makes lattes and it makes cappuccinos and it makes mochas he literally got two coffees today because he couldn't choose what he wanted so, sweet or not sweet so, so right now i have two coffees one of them is sweet and one of them is non-sweet but still i go out and buy a coffee every single day and i say that to say like before i moved out when i was like at my mom's house i would always make coffee in the morning but i would never like to do it because like i don't know like coffee is like a fun thing for me and i always wanted like a particular like setting an environment to make it in and just like my mom's kitchen mm-hmm. didn't feel like the right kind of vibe to it but but I still did it and I told myself like when I moved out like to save money I'm not gonna buy no coffee I'm gonna make coffee every single day and you're not gonna see me going to coffee shops anymore because I'm gonna save my money and I buy right. <laughs> coffee every day <laughs> but honestly you get most of your coffee free because you know everyone that works at the shops so don't don't say that you can't say that on air (laughs) anyways welcome back to our podcast difficult dish a podcast about different south asian narratives my name is mashnoon i am ahua and i just moved out oh she just moved out a little round of applause (laughs) and um So. so yeah so so today's episode is gonna just be about moving out I think there's a lot of things that there are to talk about, and this is probably something that, you know, we'll, you'll see, like, multiple episodes on, but at least, like, something to mm-hmm. start with. And we've been waiting for the right time to make this. Like, we've been waiting for you to move out so we can kind of talk about this. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I've been moved out for a while, and over the last couple months, like, I've really been recognizing what are the pros of it, what are the cons of it. I understand how hard it was. I understand how hard it actively is. And I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of, of like what the process is like. And um and yeah, so I feel like there's there's just a lot to say about it. Yep, I'm excited because you know, if if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that I've been talking about moving out for quite a long time. And now that it's finally here, you know, it's been a secret that I've been holding close to me for a little bit, but now it's time to share. Yeah, and I'm how excited. how long do you have the place? Like a couple couple weeks. I signed my lease, yeah, a couple weeks ago, probably the beginning of October. Tell me why she buys the same furniture as me. Like I sent her the links. Her, she it it looks no, like my let apartment. Me make a disclaimer. What's happening? Let me make a disclaimer. I did not buy the same furniture as him. I only bought the shelf. The but same it looks as him. the same. Like your bed frame is the same. Your mattress is the same. But we agreed that my bed frame is better uh, because there's more right. room underneath it. All right. I guess. I also want to put a disclaimer. Don't believe anyone if they said that they helped me move in because I built everything by myself. You did. No one helped me. This is an independent, She's an independent gal woman. here. 
I don't want to hear nothing. She don't need no man. I had to bring up the whole sofa upstairs. I had to bring everything upstairs. But anyways, regardless, I'm very excited. Yeah. We have a lot of moving out tips and we have a lot of moving out topics coming. So in this episode specifically, we wanted to talk about why it's kind of hard to move out if you're in a South Asian family, um, why we moved out, and some of the tips that we have for you guys. I think it's also important to preface that like, like our main point of moving out was not to like, you know, like dorm at college or to like, you know, like mm. we're, we're older, we're 23. And the, the process of us moving out, um, you know, before we're like married or before like any big life changes is, is a big deal. It's something that doesn't make sense for a lot of our parents. So if there are people that are listening that are kind of in that boat of like, you know, you, you're, you're a little bit older um, to move out for college, but like you still haven't made those big life decisions yet, but you still want like your own space. I think that's something that that the both of us get pretty well. So um, so yeah, I mean, let, let's just get started. I think the first thing that we could talk about is, you know, why why is it a big deal? Why why is it you know so hard to grasp from our parents? I think we both have you know very different perspective. I think we both have very different perspectives with maybe being a guy and you being a girl. And I know it's completely different between the two of us. One of the biggest reasons that I wasn't able to move out, as I mentioned in a lot of my other episodes, I'm the eldest daughter in a brown family. I know I sound like a broken record, but it is a big part of my identity. And I had this um, I had this obligation to take care of my parents. It was kind of unspoken, but also a very big spoken obligation where, you know, I kind of just had to stay at home and provide for them and just be there for them so it's not awkward between them two you know like it's i don't think it's like a known thing for parents brown parents to be by themselves yeah so i was kind of there to be the glue because as you all know my brother goes to school um upstate first for his um college so he's on home and yeah so i had to kind of stay behind and do these things and i kind of felt i still feel really guilty for leaving because like now i know they kind of have to do some things on their own and accept the fact that they have to face um, certain things and yeah so I always had to stay behind and kind of put my life on pause mm. I think we kind of talked about this in like our, maybe it was our last episode the one before that but yeah like our our lives were, were pretty different in that since like my my sister was the the eldest daughter but she had the opportunity to leave so I, I just think it's right. like it's really interesting how like both of our lives are so different, but like they're kind of the same at the same time, you know, like we, yeah. our siblings were able to leave for college while like we had to stay at home and, and, you know, be there for our parents when keep down the fort. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in that, like, I, I totally relate to that. Um, as for me, like, I think the biggest reason why I, um, didn't move out as soon as I wanted to is because. When I was 18, um, my dad moved back to Bangladesh and it was just me and my mom at home and my sister was there for a little bit before she moved on. So it was just two of us and it, it just mm-hmm. honestly was not realistic for, for me to for me to leave, especially when like things were not in the most stable condition. Um, right. Things are a lot better now, which is why I, I felt comfortable enough to do it. But at least, you know... I've been thinking about and it. And also, it's not like we've moved far away. So exactly. Yeah. We're like really close to home. Yeah. We, so we should we should probably preface that. Um. When when yeah. we're talking about moving out, we 
we're I think we mean like specifically just moving out of our parents' house, but like not moving out to like another side of the the world kind of thing. Like I right. I live twenty minutes away from home. You live thirty minutes away from home. So right. it's and I feel like that's a very important dynamic when it comes to um, South Asian kids wanting to move out. Like that's something that that we'll talk about a little bit more. But like yeah, so my biggest reason was I I just couldn't leave my mom and like. We kind of talked about this in a few episodes ago where, like, people are always just like, oh, like, put your life first. It's it's your life. It's your parents are shouldn't control your life. And it's like. Right. Like. I don't know why you sounded like freaking Olaf from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I watched that movie in theaters with my sister and a friend when it first came out. And I loved it. Why? Before the hype. It was before the hype. I, right, I was a trendsetter. Right. Um, and, and like, I totally get that, like, it's my life first. And like, when I was at home, things were tough. Like, I was not the happiest. I, like, me and my mom fought a lot and, and all that kind of jazz. But, and things got a little bit better towards the point of me moving out. But, but yeah, so, so I couldn't really move out because, like you said, I, I kind of just had to be there, um, for my mom. And also, you know, I don't have, when I was 19, 20 years old, I didn't have that financial stability. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have my mom to help me pay rent. I don't have my dad to help me pay rent. And that's something right. that, you know, is a harsh reality for a lot of people that do want to move out. Like, it's it's a big jump going from, like, just paying, like, whatever kind of bills at home to just, like, starting to pay, like, 1000 1500 a month. It's, like, it's something that comes at you quick, you know? Yeah. I think for me, I also had that obligation, like I said. And I think another thing on top of that that you probably can't relate to is that there's an obligation with girls staying at home uh, until they're married. Mm -hmm. I know a big thing for my parents was they were confused why I wanted to leave before I was married. And my mom was upset because she was like, oh, I always dreamed about giving you away to your husband when you move out. Like, I have all these things. She dreamed of that? Yeah. I mean, it it is a common dream for um your your parents of a girl like a a girl's parents to have that dream because they're used to that traditional mindset where they were given away to their husband's family crazy i know and she literally had like um like pots and pans that she wanted to give Mm -hmm. me when i got married you know like your family house like a giving your daughter away to someone that they're gonna spend their whole life with you know it's like a you know, that's why parents get so emotional at brown weddings, you know, it's mm. even white weddings. But so that was a dream that I was kind of shattering because I wanted to leave. That's so that crazy. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you mentioned that to me. It was a very taboo thing mm. that I wanted to leave. And there was a lot of backlash. But I think I proved to them that the reason I want to move out is not really for freedom. Because I actually mentioned this in my YouTube video. If you guys want to check it out, Mahua Khan. Khan. Um, you know. mm-hmm. Labyrinth at Mahua Khan. Um, I mentioned all the reasons why I was moving out. And it's not really for freedom because I do have that. Yeah. I can really go out whenever I want. I can come back whenever I want. Yeah. I go on vacations, whatever. It's more about like having the the opportunity to do things on my own that I never had at home. So it's like, you know, being able to pay for things that, I had the privilege of not worrying about at home, you know? It's about cooking things that I kind of just had taken for granted at home because my mom would cook. And it's like those uncomfortable things that are going to make me into a better person and make me actually learn about the world. 
And that's why it was so important for me to leave because I knew that as long as I stayed at home, I was not going to have that because I would just have everything given to me. And I think for someone to really grow, you need to do all of those things. But that's definitely like not an easy conversation to have with your mom. Like someone who like, they're like, they feel most alive when they cook for you. Right. And like just Mm -hmm. flipping the switch and telling them like, hey, mom, I don't want you to do that for me anymore. That's like, that's not an easy conversation to have you know and right and i'm like i'm so grateful for my parents supporting me for as long as they did and they still do but at one point like you have to learn how to kind of fly with your own wings you Mm -hmm. know you can't depend on someone else to help you fly and you know if 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 the argument is that she wants me to be with my husband one day and she wants to give me away to them one day I have to know how to walk on my own two feet before that happens. And the thing with my mom especially is that she is very independent. She is very, like, feminist bound, you Mm -hmm. know. She's always been telling me since I was a kid to work on myself, work on my business, work on everything before I depend on someone else. Or not not even depend on someone else, before I even go date someone else because Mm -hmm. she wants me to be independent. So I think that helped her in some way because... She understands that since she couldn't really have that independence after she married my dad, she knows that she wants something different from me, you know? So that actually helped me in some aspect. And I think it helped her understand that I need to experience this on my own before I move in with someone else or I have a whole life with someone else. Yeah, the same same thing with my mom. Like, my mom was really independent. I know it's not the same kind of dynamic with me being a guy but like me and my mom have like a really strong connection to where like you know if when I explained to her my reasonings like she she understood it like it was it was a it was a big pill to swallow but like from the get-go she understood it you know and right. and I think like one other reason why it might be a big deal for us to leave is like our, our parents I, I guess like all parents are different but like for the most part like our parents struggled really, really hard when they came here. Like, they were scraping by. Mm. They didn't have right. much money. And that's kind of, like, not, like, not to say, like, that's what they're used to, but it's, like, just slabbing a a big monthly rent to your name is, like, mm-hmm. they just get scared, you know? Like, even if right. you're making good money, right? Like, even right. if things are good for you, they're just, like, they just don't want you to like financially fail like they don't want you Mm -hmm. to go broke because like they know that like you know they might not really be able to give the most if something does happen to you you know obviously they'll try their best but it it's also like a a big reason is they're just kind of scared like you know it's a big step and like i to an extent they understand that you know you need to be your own person whatever but just like it's it's a scary move just like from a financial standpoint you know it's like Mm -hmm. if something does go wrong it like things can come crumbling down you know and it's not something easy to to just pick back up yeah i think i think that was one of the biggest reasons as well because my parents didn't understand why i wouldn't use that extra money that i have and just just save save it it. yeah yeah because my parents are like oh you're already having you already have a roof over your head you already have food coming in why do you have to spend extra money to live by yourself when you could just use that for a future house one day or for your future life one day you know so i think that was one of the most like taboo things for them because they didn't understand why we would leave all the good things behind but i think like i keep telling my parents or especially my mom that i you kind of have to be uncomfortable to grow and 
you know, like a lot of us do make money and it it helps us provide for ourselves. It helps us support ourselves, but it is still a big jump at the end of the day. And we might not like always be completely okay with spending that much money on rent and food and doing all of these things. And, but you have to make that sacrifice and you have to have that uncomfortable financial situation to actually grow and learn like how to budget. You have to learn how to provide but that's not something that you can like tell your parents like you can't tell your parents like mom i want to be financially unstable for a little bit they'll go crazy like you know you can't say that to your your brown parent like that's the last thing that they want you know like and i i get what you're saying but it's like i don't think that's something they'll ever understand you know Mm -hmm. or that's something that they'll ever want you to go through because they like they know how hard it is and when they think of like financial instability instability um you know, it's not good and they don't see the good out of it because, yeah. you know, so that's it's a lot of this is, you know, you have to you have to show them reasoning and not just tell them like, mom, I want to be uncomfortable. Like you have to like, you know, you have to walk them through and you have to help them understand like what you mean by that, you know, and like what the right. good is to get out of that. So I mm-hmm. think like that's a good transition to talking about, you know, why, you know, some of the reasons that we chose to move out, um, you know, apart from the whole you know, wanting to do our own thing and wanting to learn how to cook and clean. And you know how much time goes into cooking? You don't know. You're about to know. You're about to realize how much time goes into the pre-cooking, the the post-cooking, the pre-cleaning, yeah, post-cleaning, mid-cleaning, before the, before the sunrise, uh, cleaning, after sunset no, cleaning. No, I'm not. Watch. This man spends about three hours every day cleaning. Listen, my mom came yesterday. And he has a one hour sh- pre-shower for his plants <laughs> in the morning. Listen, listen. Um, Yesterday, my, my mom came and I brewed my apartment just so like she wouldn't yell at me. And she came and she was just like, give me your broom. And I was like, mom, I already broomed. She's like, no, you didn't. And I was like, I did. She's like, no, there's still so much stuff on the floor. And she started brooming. I don't know where all the dust that she broomed up came from. Why did... I broomed and I was like, yo, this is spotless. <laughs> this is You really perfect. tried playing her, huh? And then she broomed and it's just like freaking like yeah, a lot. Right, so yeah, right. so learning all of that stuff is, is very important for moving out. But like, I feel like there's there's some more things in that, Um, at least for me, like I'll go first. I think one of my biggest reasons was like at home, back at my mom's house. Because I, I just tie that house to like, obviously there have been a lot of beautiful moments that have happened in that house, but like, there's also been a lot of, a lot of not beautiful moments. And right. unfortunately, like a part of me still ties that home into like the not so good part of my life. Right. So it's just really, it was really, really hard to just get into that, like that muse phase and get into that kind of creative energy and just tap into that part of myself because it just barely came down. And like when I started writing the book, I only wrote like, like in in the year I was working, I only wrote like twelve. Yeah, 15 I remember that. Poems. It was so hard for you to write. But like once I moved, I remember out, he used to write his poems in his car because he couldn't write. Yeah, you know, a little little personal, but like for for the reasons that I just said, like I used to literally just sit in my car and write. Like I used to sit in my car and and read. I would like bring stuff into my car. It was just writing from my driveway. But I did that because, like, just being inside that home, I couldn't. Like, I just couldn't, you know? And and it's, like, the sad reality. And it's something that, like, only I'm going to really feel for and understand. Because, like, that's, that's, like, the shit that I have to do. 
but that was that was a big deal for me and i think one more is that um you know something that i I think i'll let you speak a little bit about it but just like having that distance from um your mother or your father where the relationship may not currently be the best that relationship can can really be a beautiful thing and it was my sister that helped guide me to realize like because because my my idea was if i separate myself from my mom we're just not going to talk as much it's not going to go good we might and hopefully a couple months down the line we may um you know come back to terms or whatever that was my idea when i thought about moving out my sister gave me a whole different perspective so like i mean for you like you you haven't moved out yet but but how do you feel like that that sort of thing is gonna go yeah i mean i mentioned this in my recent video and i talked about how once you're in the same house and you see someone every single day there's this unspokenness where you don't have to speak because you know they're just there and they're just going to be there you know forever but once you're away from them there's this openness in the air where you where you have to resolve things you have to speak because you know they're not going to be there all the time to talk to you and for for me i know that i was i was feeling very guilty because i thought moving away and moving out was going to make my relationship more strayed with my parents because i thought you know we wouldn't talk as much or they'd be mad at me still for moving out but i think just even in the process of actually moving out and buying things and furnishing my new home and everything like those small things of those small parts of being bonded what's the word those small parts of being together and bonding um that is something that we never even did before like like they get excited for that kind of stuff like your mom's gonna get excited to like cook a bunch of like mangsho and porota and put put it in tupperware and bring it all to you like they, they get excited exactly and it's like you know, sometimes I would come home and I'd be too tired and I'll go to bed or like my mom will be like upset or she'll be t- too tired and she'll be go- going to bed or like we won't talk, you know. And now there's like this obligation and it opens it up to where we can just talk about more things yeah. on the phone. And it's like you're you're craving that in-person feel. So you talk more on the phone yeah. and on FaceTime. So I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm not sure yet, but that's what I'm expecting. No, like to from from what I know of your mom, like I see a lot of similarities between your mom and mine. And that you know, when you guys see each other every day, it's just the same kind of monotony. And like she she feels okay to just yell at you every day and to like treat you whatever way because that's just what she's used to. But like right. you know, from someone who's been separated from my mom for a couple months now, like I can really say them moving out is is it does such a beautiful thing to those relationships if you go about it the right way and i think it's it's growth for all of our on all of our parts right like it's growth for me when i move out it's growth for them because they realize that they have to start maturing as a person they have to start learning how to be okay with being by themselves for a little bit and it's just so many different levels of maturity for all of us and um yeah i'm excited for that and Another reason why I wanted to move out, similar to your reason, is I also felt kind of uncomfortable in my home. You know, I'm very grateful for my house, but with the levels of like arguments or like trauma from over the past few years, you know, because I've lived in this house for over 17 years, I think. And obviously there's been 
different things happening in this house, you know, which doesn't always bring me the most comfort. Right. So I associate certain places in my house with this time in my life or this feeling mm-hmm. or like whatever fight, you know. So it was very hard for me to be at peace with myself, creative and so many different things. So I just felt for so long that I had to leave and find more appreciation for my house from that way and also be more at peace with myself by finding a place that I can just genuinely be myself at peace, you know. And I am going to be living by myself, so this is really different for me. But I just think that my creative journey and like my whole mental health mental well-being is going to be so much better you know because i've never had that i think that's something that you helped me realize and that you know like after a month or two of moving out like you would tell me that i just look like a lot more happy and i have like a lot more energy compared to like when i was at home like you remember i was i like after work yeah. i was so like it was so hard for me to do if anything you guys don't know this man used to literally just do his work in his sister's room and the room was like pitch black yeah. he wouldn't even open his windows the only distance he would go to is his kitchen to make some coffee and then he'd come right back yeah. it's crazy and, like, and I, you'd wake up literally two minutes before work and like i obviously like I, I still worked a lot like i had my classes and i was still doing a lot but it's like that energy was not there like i it was i just had right. to force all of it out like, you're a much bigger advocate of mental health than I am because it's not just something that, like, I, I think about too much or, like, crosses my mind too often. But, like, you really helped me realize moving out has had such a positive impact on me. And, like, with that positive impact, I've able I've been able to take that to my mom and, he- like, help her have some clarity in some of the things that she's going through or, or help her better understand why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. So it's, like taking care of yourself like it's cliche but putting yourself first and then taking the good that comes out of that and bringing that to to your other family members is something that is is so important and something that i did literally didn't realize until you know you helped me realize it it's crazy how much an environment the environment that you're in helps your mental health like it has such a big impact on you in every single aspect of your life and like if you're in a shitty mood you're probably going to reflect that onto the other person that's in the house or everyone else that's surrounding Mm -hmm. you and so if you're in a better environment in your own place that mood is probably going to transfer over to whoever you talk to so if you're talking to your parents you're probably going to be in a better mental state to be talking to to them in a better way and it's crazy like the distance and the environment what that has on you. and it's like you know when you're at home in in a toxic household it's like every free second that you have you're just kind of thinking about how much you don't like this place but the second you mm-hmm. separate yourself and like there'll be times where like at night where i'm just sitting here and i'm just like thinking about my mom and like when you when you're in your own place like in your happy place and you think about bad times you come at it from like a different set of eyes right like i'll look back at like certain memories and just certain whatever that's happened in my house and like you realize different things about it and like some the bad parts of it start making more sense and you start sympathizing for like the whole situation in general whereas if you were just at your house it was just all like bad and negativity 100 percent of the time so i feel like like having your own space like my first painting that i made in here was dedicated to to this concept and that like having your own space really gives you like that space in your head to just think about things and look at things from 
a different set of eyes and like that's exactly what you need if you want to help you know like break down some of the issues that's in your family and look at things from their mm-hmm. perspective and and all that kind of stuff and that's what I did and I took that back to my mom and now you know me and my mom are stronger than ever and it doesn't makes like it like text textbook wise it doesn't make sense like I don't live with her anymore why is our relationship stronger than ever is but like that's the reality mm-hmm. that people but don't you get learn to cherish you learn to cherish the time that you do have together when you do see each other. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, like, I see her, like, yeah. every three days. Like, I see her pretty often. But even that, like, even just having, like, one night away does a lot, right? One other reason that I wanted to move out was because I am really far away from my school right now. Yeah, me too. It's sometimes, You're like, different. two hours. Your commute is different. Yeah. I'm sorry. My commute is is difficult. My my mom's crib like, is like forty minute, like a forty minute drive from UCF. Child used to cry about it all the time, and then I hear about your commute, and I'm like, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's different because like you would drive to UCF, but for me, I have to take the train and subway and bus. <laughs> I mean, train and subway are the same thing. Subway yeah. and bus, but which isn't too bad because like I can read and do other work for my mental health on the subway. Yeah. But also, like, I have to wake up at 5.45, get on the bus by 6.30, I get to school by, like, 8, hopefully, sometimes I'm mad late, can't do nothing about that, and so I needed to get somewhere closer, because I spend maybe four hours a day on commuting alone, and that's, like, that's crazy a, to think I do about. not like wasting time. Yeah. I don't like wasting time. But like time. you said, you make the most so, out of it. and um, Yeah, I do make the most I out think, of it. I, like, I think apart from, like, reading, you've also gotten... Like, you've learned a, a lot. lot of art done. Like, apart from the art, like, you've just, like, recognized <laughs> oh. and, like, learned a lot from, like, that one art piece yeah. was, was like, dedicated to, like, the time that you had, um, right. that free time you had on, on the train. So, I I think it sucks, but, you know, you, you get a lot out of it. Yeah, I mean, everything, you know, fuels your creativity, if you look at it that way. I, I really do try to make the best out of these situations. But, you know, I wanted to make my time a little bit more useful and just yeah. go somewhere that's more convenient for me. So now it cuts my commute in at least half, so it's not as difficult anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that was one of the biggest things. I just needed to be closer to school and work and all those things. Yeah, same for me. Um, my my school is half the distance now from my apartment. I, I walk to my office. I don't even got to drive there. That's how close it is from my apartment four mm-hmm. four blocks four and a half blocks you skateboard there i don't know about all that because then i'll g- tell them the story hey you dropped the cocktail <laughs> i was 18 i just i wanted to surprise my co-workers with coffee i got them four coffees i was skateboarding i escaped on i i skipped on a pebble a little pebble <laughs> little, little, little baby pedal <laughs> how is a pebble the biggest downfall for <laughs> that you? you know those tv those tv scenes where like somebody falls and they just throw all the coffee in the air <laughs> Right that, ha- right that literally happened to me i didn't know that was a real thing it <laughs> happened to me um but yeah that's so sad um so what are some tips that you have since you already moved out you did this whole process yeah. about six months ago what are some things that you did um i think it kind of ties into what i preach in every single episode but i'll try to reiterate uh, it don't say it again don't say no, it it's again. like what what's important to keep in mind is like this is this is a, a concept that your parents have no idea about like it does right. not make sense leaving home and paying all this like all this rent money for what like it doesn't make sense and mm-hmm. 
I think you just have to go at it remembering that none of this makes sense to them. It's like, imagine one of your friends comes to you and you're like, oh, like, do you want to talk about Einstein's theory? And you're like, I don't, I don't know. What is that? Right? Like, and then your friend's like, okay, like, let me walk, walk you through, walk, walk, walk it through with you. That's kind of like the approach that you have to take. Like, you have to sit them down, like, and, and that's what I did with my mom and like always reminding them that, you know, this is not because you want to, separate yourself from them and it, right. it's not and yeah. i say that as in like this is not because you don't want to talk to them anymore it's not because like you know you were you're oh screw you mom and dad yeah I'm leaving. exactly like, it's, not about it's that. like there is so much to get out of it that they have no idea about and you just have to teach them what there is to get out of it and you can't just say like oh i want to learn how to cook and clean like no you have to do a lot more than that because like the harsh reality is like for for like for brown kids moving out is is not a thing and it's really hard and you have to treat it as something that's really hard you can't just treat it as something like nonchalant that you think your parents should just like accept and understand and just like let you go you really have to work with them and help them understand why you're doing what you're doing and not only that you know you once you do move out you have to come back, show them what it is that you're getting out of moving out. It's not like you just move out and you're still the same person. Maybe you're like happier right. internally, you know, you're at more peace. But like, again, you have to do more than that. Like you have to show them like and bring back to them like this is what I'm getting out of moving out. Whether it's like more in-depth conversation, whether it's more clarity in understanding the way that they go about things, whether it's like better grades, whether about like making more money you have to show them like this this is a this was a good idea for us and like here's the proof but you also have to like show them that you're ready to do it beforehand oh yeah by you know making them aware that you're financially ready to do it you're mentally ready to do it and so that they're more confident that you're able to but then again all these things which i did you know i was patient for so long like i started apartment hunting last year in 2020 or even before that and i even bought my hangers back then in october last year you got a little basket it didn't end up happening yeah i got a basket (laughs) hangers and i got like those plant what are those things called like the plant thing you hold plant holders you hang plants on macrame from the sky from from the sky (laughs) not even the (laughs) not even the ceiling (laughs) from the the sky (laughs) i got those (laughs) <laughs> Last year, thinking I was going to move into a new apartment with that. But it didn't end up happening. And I finally moved out exactly a year later. Yeah. And it's crazy because I literally got my future me letter that I talked about in the last episode. That's where crazy. you write a letter to your future self. And I got my letter from October 17 yesterday. And it said, I hope you're moved out by now. And Damn. guess what, younger me? I am. That's crazy. So what I'm saying is that like you can say all of these things to your parents. And they still won't understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to actually convince them because they still see you as a little boy, the little girl. They don't trust you or they don't want the community to talk. They don't think that you should leave yet because you're not married. There's so many different factors, right? It feels like you're talking to a brick wall sometimes. So what I had to do at this point is that I realized that me constantly waiting and me constantly telling them why I want to leave and me just hoping they'll understand it wasn't working anymore you know so I kind of just had to take things onto my own hands into my own hands and just sign my lease yeah which 
which kind of like expedited things. But at this point, I've been waiting for so long and I told them for such a long time and they weren't understanding where I kind of realized that I had to do things on my own and have to get them on board that way. And, you know, I did tell them before I signed my lease, like, oh, I'm looking at this apartment. I really like it. I think I'm going to take it. And, you know, they did understand that when I said that I am going to do it because I'm saying it for a reason. Mm -hmm. And they understood that. But I think once they signed that, once I signed the lease, it finally hit them yeah. that I'm not bluffing anymore and that I'm actually going to move yeah, forward that, with it. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. I think the, you know, the realization finally set in because, you know, you can tell them for so many months and years that you're going to move out, but they think you're bluffing. They think that you're not going to actually do it. But once you sign the lease and you put in your deposit, it's like a real life thing and it's going to happen. So that kind of put them on board and they realized that, oh shit, like, you know, we got, we have to like start helping her with this. And so, you know, on top of the patience, on top of just telling them nicely or carefully, whatever your reasons for moving out, you have to like take your own life into your hands. Like, like what you said, like it, it is your life and you have to take it into your own hands. And one of the biggest reasons why I couldn't move out initially is on top of me being the oldest girl in the family None of the other girls in my neighborhood that are Bengali brown, none of them have moved out yet. So my parents would always be like, oh, you know, this girl, like, how come she hasn't moved out yet? She's so much older than you. She's still at home like a nice girl. And the thing is, it's because they're all like following their parents. And that's fine. Like, I've done that for a long time. But a lot of them don't have like the the initiative to do it on their own because they're scared or they just, you know, they just don't want to face the consequences and once i posted my announcement that i moved out so many people from my neighborhood commented saying congratulations i'm so proud of you for doing this and i'm very happy that they recognized that they they said all of that to me because it made me feel happy because i know for a fact that they're also thinking the same things but they don't have the courage to do it and i think one of the biggest reasons why i wanted to tell people that i've actually moved out from this house is because I want people to have the courage to do it themselves because, you know, I've been posting for so long that I've wanted to move out, all the struggles that I faced with it. But I think it's a disservice if I don't also tell them that I've actually moved out and, you know, I've done I've done the thing. So I think really you just have to take your own life into your hands and it's going to be hard for your parents to accept it and to understand why you actually did it. But they eventually do have to get on board because your parents will be supportive eventually. They might not like it initially but they will get on board and they'll probably help you so just just do it like if you have the funds if you have the mental health awareness like just just go ahead with your life and i also think like there are probably people listening who live in a home where it's just like their mom who works like an average job who is just getting by or your family in general is just getting by and you just feel really guilty leaving them and you feel you know, just scared that things might go wrong if you did leave the house. And I totally get that. Like, you know, there's going to be the audience that is financially stable, but maybe just is, you know, their parents are just strict and aren't letting them. There's also the people who aren't financially stable. And like, from that aspect, like, I totally get that. Like, I've waited five years to move out. Like, I've been wanting to move out for so long, not just wanting to, like, I've been really, 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 really needing to. And i was really really patient and i stuck it stuck through and i think i just want to say like 
you know, if you're someone who's going through like financial instability or just like a household where if you left, you just feel like things will go left, you know, stick through it. Like, and if you're someone who feels like you need to push the button right now, you just have to have to help guide your parents to understand like why it is what you're doing and help them understand that the decision you're making is going to help the family as a whole and not just you. And my mom preaches like to be patient all the time. And that's something that I preach back to my mom nowadays because she forgets to be patient in a time where like that's something that like I practice all the time. So just just bouncing these things back onto your parents, I I think time heals everything. Yeah, I think what I said before about learning how to be independent before you give your life to someone else and, you know, being in a marriage or being in a relationship, it's important to let your parents know that, you know, if they were able to have this opportunity themselves, would they take it? And how would it have helped them to learn about themselves mentally, learn about themselves physically before they got married? You know, you kind Mm -hmm. of have to relate it back to their lives because if they had this chance, I mean, my mom actually did dorm for college. So she had that small experience, but I'm saying after college, she had that opportunity to stay by herself before she um, before she like gave her life to someone else. Would she be like how she is now? Would she be happier if she had that experience? And I think it's really important to, you know, relate it back to that. So we posted on our Instagram story, um, you know, asking you guys for different tips, different reasonings for why you did want to move out. If you aren't following us on Instagram. At Difficult Dish. At Difficult Dish. Just like that. And before we continue, it is so easy to leave a review. If you have an Apple iPhone, you have the podcast app already downloaded on the phone. It's you free. You can scroll down and write a review. I don't think people... Re- like, but I, if you don't... I didn't know Apple Podcasts was a thing. That like you was right. free. Apple Podcasts is free. And it's already on your phone. You don't have to pay money. Just give us five stars. Okay. Um, so we want to ask you guys... Um, how you guys felt about moving out and here are some of our responses the first one being how did you do it how did you convince your parents um i think we already kind of spoke about this um if you did want further information send us a direct message and and maybe we mm-hmm. can we can talk a little bit more about some of the specifics and we definitely yeah we definitely want to talk about this so much more in depth we have so many things to say like our tips for moving out some of the things we learned, the pros and cons, the after moving out, the guilt, the missing our parents thing. We have so many things we want to talk about. So this will be in further episodes yeah, again. Yeah, for sure. So next we got um tip, especially for my fellow gals. You literally can do anything you put your mind to. How you feel about that, huh? That's fact. I can say facts to that <laughs> because like I said, I am a girl. You I am are. the only one in my community moving out. I am pushing the the barriers to do what I want to do. Yeah. Like I said, I carried up all the furniture up by myself. I built everything by myself so far. And I'm really just just doing the damn yes, thing. Yes, you are. If you're a girl, if you're a girl and need some motivation, you got this. Obviously pick a safe area so that, you know, you feel comfortable and safe when you're walking from your station yeah. or like walking from wherever to your house and take the right precautions but 
really if you're a girl don't wait around for a guy to help you out mm-hmm. don't wait around for someone else to do everything it's a for girl's you and world. just take your own life it's a girl it's a girl's world. world and you're just living in it so next we got um someone just saying wanted to regain control of my life and decisions absolutely i mean moving out is is a beautiful thing it's a very enlightening um thing to go through it's one of the best decisions that i've ever made even though like okay i hate paying rent i pay rent every first of the month i hate it (laughs) i i hate the new months it's the worst start to a new month but hating it too but man there are there are there's so much good to come out of it if you go about it the right way it really does help build relationships it does strengthen connections not only with other people but really with yourself like i'm so much happier like here now like i schedule out my days and shit like i i do my laundry and i like like i i spend more time doing the right things and i'll really take just more time to myself and and yeah i i am regaining control of my life as you should Mm -hmm. as we all should so next um we got do one more we got a change of pace and to realign myself big thing to remember is budgeting and cooking i love Mm. listen i love cooking but for the people that don't really cook as much or um or haven't moved out yet um cooking is a lot of work cooking takes a lot of time i love cooking why does it take so long why can't cooking take 15 minutes why can't cooking take seven minutes what was that dish that you wanted to make the second you moved out (laughs) the second i moved out because because back at my home i don't have an oven like a little personal like my oven doesn't work at home i've never used an oven before um so when i moved into this apartment i got a dishwasher I got a garbage mm. disposal. Crib, ca- crib came with the garbage yep. disposal. Came with the full fledged yes, oven, the broiler. What uh, you know about the broiler? Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I made. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to make chicken parm. I made chicken parm once. It satif- satisfied my chicken parm cravings, and I haven't made it again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna feel the the consequences of of cooking often and i don't like cooking that often because once again i have a very busy schedule as yeah. most people do and i don't have the time to dedicate like two or three hours a day to cooking i'll help you out with so that. i realize i'm gonna do a lot of meal prepping yeah i know my mom's gonna be dropping off food yeah just to and she's gonna love doing that you know she's yeah. gonna find so much joy in that i know my mom did she hasn't made me any anything previously but your mom loves making that mug like mom barca. if you're listening what's the hold up Come on, <laughs> where, where is it at? <laughs> I I had my uh oh this is a story I probably should have said in the beginning. I hosted my first party and I cooked for a group of like mm. six to seven people and I had so much fun. Cooking is so much fun. It takes so much time. If you guys aren't already cooking, that's something that could really help strengthen the relationship between you and your parents. If you're still living at home, just go in the kitchen. I understand your parents can be micromanaging. They can be annoying. They can yell at you for not doing something the right way. Just laugh it off and just just stick through it with them. And, you know, that's something that I did a little bit before I moved out. And, and my mom really liked it, you know. Mm. But, but yeah, I uh, that's all, That's kind of all we got. You know, you got any 10-second uh, advice? You caught me at a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is the flow, you know. I think that you should document 
everything. That's a good so, one. That's a good one. I've been really off of my journal wave. I used to journal a lot of my feelings, and that was a really good way to get my feelings out and just you know record what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And I realized that when you look at it a month later, a year later, you're really trying to see how you were feeling in that time, especially if you're in this new transition in your life or if you're giving birth, if you're moving out, if you're doing all these new things, like really just journal how you're feeling in that moment, how you felt before, because it's so easy to kind of get wrapped up in your new life and you kind of forget how you felt back then and you forget the glory of it all and why you want to do it in the first place. So really just do that. I'm trying to get back into it too. I'm... Me too. I, I have so many people always reminding me to like just write more and I never do. And that that's a good one. And and you definitely inspire me to, to write some more stuff down throughout the day. I started scheduling because of you. Yeah. I think mine is just um, stop hating. Stop getting <laughs> stop getting jealous. Mashoud out here saying y'all got to stop being haters like, out here. When you look at something that makes you feel some type of way. Like realign the way that you think about it, and if you see if you see somebody doing better than you, if you see somebody doing something that you want to do, use that as motivation to do it. When you see somebody with more money than you, be like, "Damn, I should get more money," and not, "Damn, he looks like a douchebag." You know, right? Realign the way that you think about things when you think about things in a bad way. That has such a big impact on your mental health and the way you look at things too. Like, your life is going to improve so much if you stop leading your life with jealousy and hatred and you start using that as motivation to do better and also supporting them. Support one another. Um. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast, Difficult Fish. Well, we're trying to not say guys anymore because it's not inclusive. Thank so. you, thank fellas. You fellas. <laughs> thank you, fellas, for listening. That's, that's so much better. Thank you, friends. Thanks, pal. Follow us on Instagram. Thank you. Follow us on our individual Instagrams, Labyrinth Ab and Mishnah Munir. Munir. I've lost so many followers over the last couple of days. And our TikToks, Labyrinth Ab and Mishnah We love you guys. Bye-bye. Oh, we love you, fellas. <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>